episode of 12 Bar News. With me, as always, is Badger. What's going on, Boop? Yo! Yo! Bullwinkle? Hey. And Darsh. What up, what up? He was MIA last week because he was doing big boy things. Oh, yeah. I had a, a business conference in the Big Apple. Oh, New York City. I'm awesome. I'm Darsh. It, it was actually it was actually awful. But uh, I figured yeah. <laughs> bunch of suits. Yeah. Fuck them. Anyways, we're gonna jump right into the news segment, which we like to call What's Happening? Uh, Badger, I'm pretty sure you have a what's happening. So yeah. I was gonna talk about Coachella. So Ugh. yeah, Coachella is what it is. It's a music arts festival out in california and it has like a huge amount of artists and it's like isn't it two weeks or something i don't know but um some notable people played and had some really good positive sets uh like charles gambinos i heard that was a crazy set um he called out a lot of people for just looking at their phones the whole time uh he's took them to church and uh then he proceeded to smoke it out afterwards with them uh very nice yeah and uh, i heard weezer had a good set uh he brought up members of tlc and tears for fears for uh covers of their songs no scrubs and everybody wants to rule the world and i don't know if you guys heard that teal album but those were some pretty cool covers i mean i'm Uh, not a huge weezer fan after like the green album you know, I, I've been listening to the White Album that they came out with a few years back, and yeah. it's really good. You should listen to it. I'll check it I, out. I yeah, recommend it. They had, a, they had a handful of albums there where I just couldn't be bothered. Beverly um, Hills. Yeah, like uh, that whole the Red era. Album. Yeah, yeah, just awful. Yeah, but, that uh, Red Album. The White Album is really good, and the cover album, the Teal Album, is really good. Um, they made some bold choices. Yeah, on, um, that uh, the, the no, no scrubs. scrubs. I thought it was a uh, a joke, but they did like good service to it. I don't Definitely. Know. Bullwinkle, um, did you check that out? No, I haven't had a chance yet. Yeah, I'll check say, it out. It's it's good. I'd say they were mostly successful. I don't know if they were successful in every cover, but uh, I think in general it was a good project. Darsh is a big fan of that Toto song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um, do you have any more what's happening over there? Yeah. And so uh, Tame Impala had a great set. I heard uh, I didn't mm-hmm. actually hear it. And uh, then Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals had a set as well. So Ooh, along with Anderson Pack probably killed it considering he just released a new album. Yeah. yeah. Both both Childish Gambino and Tame Impala were uh, headlining acts along with uh, Ariana Grande. With NSYNC. I heard she brought out NSYNC. Yeah, she brought out a few people. Yeah. Um, but but I, have a, I, I have a couple of what's happening. Uh, this one's kind of funny. Um, Jay Massis from Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> uh, actually rescheduled a concert to go see Neil Young. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He's just like, uh, you guys come a different time. I, I got something to do. <laughs> um, I, th- I thought that was uh, amusing. And... Uh, it goes to show you that even, you know, uh, musicians, we, we like seeing other musicians play, especially legends, um, a la Neil Young. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, School, uh, Schoolboy Q has released a new album, Crash Talk. Uh, it should be out later this month. And uh, 
that's going to be a really good album. Definitely give that a listen. Um, and then uh, Beck has also announced a new album, Hyperspace. Um, and the first sing- single is called Saul Lightning, uh, Pharrell Williams as producer. So probably decent. Um, I'm not a, a huge Pharrell Williams fan uh, ever since he left uh, NERD. But um, yeah. I mean, as a producer, he's got chops. Yeah, so. he does definitely knows what he's doing. So it should yeah. be good. And it's back. Like, it's right. going to be decent. It, it's a recipe for something good. We'll see. Exactly. We'll have to hear what Kanye has to say about it when he beats uh, Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in uh, concert news, uh, this is a concert I definitely want to go. Uh, I would love to go see. Um, but it's going to mostly be on the West Coast, it looks like, or almost completely on the West Coast. Some in, uh, no, no, they're, they're coming out this way. Asbury Park uh, in Jersey. Uh, Badger, we should go see this because it is yeah. Ben Folds and Cake co headlining summer tour. It's going to be dope. I'm a big Cake um, fan. And I recently I discovered uh, some Ben Folds for a project for school. Ben and, Folds uh, is supremely talented. Yeah, I used that as a reference material for the song I'm mixing. So I've had it like really stuck in my head. I know it's like his big hit, but, uh, but yeah. What, rock, rock in the Suburbs? No. No. I haven't thought about Ben Folds in so long. Is it yeah, like it's... called Brick or something like that? Uh, uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe. Um, what else do I have? Oh, this one uh, actually ties into something that's going to yeah, brick. be discussed later. So I am not going to talk about this right now. So um, that that I think if that's nobody cryptic. else has any more what's happening. Uh, I did hear that um, Morrissey had to cancel some tour dates like 129 uh, of them i think since 2012 (laughs) no i mean because he he had to cancel a tour date in toronto or sorry vancouver because he was hospitalized um and he was hospitalized due to complications from an injury that he sustained when he was in the uk but uh you know Everything on his social media accounts claims that he's going to be fine. But uh, I get nervous when aging rockers get <laughs> hospitalized, you know? Yeah, yeah. Morrissey. You'll, you'll, have a, you'll have a Tom Petty situation on your hand. Right. Morrissey, who has canceled 27 concerts since 2012, his concert has canceled again. That's the headline. I mean, he is famous for doing that. Uh, amongst I mean, other things, you know, he's he's a he's a human being. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it does suck for the Has fans that, that want to go see him. But <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe um, maybe they can do that while he's in. They they should definitely test him. <laughs> anyway, we are going to be moving on to the meat and potatoes. If Impossible you will. meat. Impossible meat because of the veg. Uh, of this podcast, and we will be discussing first Record Store Day, which Woo! just which just passed. Uh, what was it the twelfth or the thirteenth? Saturday. So um, I have never been a hundred percent clear on what Record Store Day is. I know that like a bunch of bands or you know uh, artists come out with special pressings specifically for Record Store Day. But is it just like it's, um, 
Is it like a Black Friday for records or what is it? It's meant to support the local uh, record stores. And so, yeah, a bunch of artists work together and, you know, they all release records that are only available at record stores. Uh, And some of them are really weird. Uh, Some of them are box sets, but it's it's good for the artists and it's good for the record stores themselves, because if you buy an actual hard copy of music, the artist gets a good percentage of that normally. Well, where like streaming and uh, LimeWire, because this is in the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> this is time traveling badger here. But no, we uh, yeah, those they get pennies or fractions of pennies compared to, you know, dollars and cents. Right. Yeah. Does that um, but. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. For each stream, they get like a, a percentage, a very small percentage. Right. Point um, zero three, I think it was. Yeah. It's something crazy uh, and, and definitely disproportionate to what it should be. But we are going to talk about some of the notable releases uh, for each of us because um, there were there was new new music released on Record Store Day as well as um like badger was saying you know box sets and re-releases um, re-releases and things Special like releases. that um so badger i know you have a lot of um things that you wanted to talk about for this so why don't you start us off with some of your favorite hold sure. on a sec hmm? <sighs> i'm sniffing markers continue <laughs> good use of your time um so uh bob dylan re- uh, re-released the original new york test pressings of blood on the tracks and i did take a peep at that on a streaming source so he got my 0.03 cents <laughs> and um i had to work so unfortunately i wasn't able to go out and i'm broke because i had to work so unfortunately i couldn't pay for it but there is um a bunch of other cool ones crosby stills nash and young they released an expanded edition of Four Way Street, and it's three LPs, so it's a big, big set. Definitely worth it. Yep. And then Jack White, he's a big, big supporter of the record industry, um, mm-hmm. like actual vinyls, and he is a big proponent of uh, Record Store Day. So he comes out with the three-inch vinyl. They used to have them, but not nobody uses them anymore. So he sells the three-inch vinyl. He did this a couple years ago, but again this year. And then so he released um, the White Stripes' Candy Cane Child on three-inch, along with the Raconteurs' Store-Bought Bones, uh, Love Interruption by Jack White, and then also Rancid released uh, Ruby Soho on three-inch. So um, Mm, I I have never used those. Yeah, they're good songs. All of them are good songs. So yeah. it makes me a little bit tempted to buy that three inch, but uh, again, I'm broke. So pay us on Patreon or just <laughs> again, send cash in the mail. Very no subtle. envelope. Mm-hmm. Just post it note saying bad. Help, help fund Jeff's three inch. My name's not Jeff. <laughs> um, any other, uh, you know, things that released that you uh, really liked there? Yeah. So Louis Armstrong, or it was released for Louis Armstrong was uh, Disney songs, the Satchmo way, which I'm going to have to check out. And uh, definitely then just awesome. Yeah. 
Quickly, a couple others that I haven't checked out yet were Elvis Costello and the Imposters released the Purse EP. Ben Gibbard released the 7-inch of Mia Magdalena. Uh, the Grateful Dead and Jerry Garcia with his various bands released like six or seven albums out on that day. Uh, of course. Modest Mouse released Poison the Well, the single, and they're going to have a new album coming up, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, Weezer re- released that Teal album on vinyl, and then the lastly, uh, Sublime released Nugs, the best of the box, so that's just like a greatest hits LP of their finest work. Right, yeah, that is, and that that is only literally scratching the surface yeah. for for it i mean anderson pack released a seven inch um bad finger released two lps i know that uh this is a big one for me the flaming lips uh they're coming out with a new album uh very soon and they actually released on record store day i don't know how many they they released uh but their new album is called king's mouth so it's a limited pressing of vinyls and it's not due out for like a little while still so some lucky fans got their hands on a probably what's going to be a, a great album as the Flaming Lips usually just put out good music. Um, as long as Miley Cyrus isn't involved. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, they, they they're they're weirdos. I love them and, and they can do whatever they want. But uh, some other ones uh, came out. Herbie Hancock uh, released an album at 72. I think he is still making uh baller music it's really good i only got to listen to a few tracks but they were fantastic and then there's a check out that tour oh yeah the the tour that he's going i can't remember the flashback from last week's episode check it out yeah yeah and then the one uh, that's posted yeah the one that's posted (laughs) on on time media we're not a good (laughs) bands but we're a punctual bands (laughs) punctuation something like that uh, we're not good at grammar that was the quote from puppy grease it got cut out another new album that came out that i've only listened to a few songs but it's really good and one uh one of the people involved really caught my eye and that's why i was you know willing to check it out and that was lsd which is labyrinth sia and diplo released an album together it's called lsd because uh you know drugs you know. Lucy on the sky with diamonds. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I've listened to a few out, a uh, few songs off the album. Audio is a very good song. Thunderclouds is pretty, pretty good song, you know, standard um, electronica. And uh, it's good. Uh, definitely worth listening to. Uh, Diplo shows up in a big way. It, it, I've always loved Diplo's music. Uh, he, I really, really loved Diplo when um, Darsh and I saw him at uh, Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. This is like in a- ancient times, 2012. Oh, so long ago. But yeah, those are those are some of my notable. Um, is that when the world ended? Uh, it is when the world ended. Oh, yeah. also, we, uh, some David Bowie stuff got released. This is a post-world society we're living in. Yeah. It is. Po- Post post everything. Yep. Post Malone. Post post Malone. Oh, oh good. I'm glad we're <laughs> past that phase. Thank Jesus. Although it's a lot of po- it's a lot of post you hate. I don't know. He he's pretty good when it comes to playing the. 
Yeah, he has yeah. more face tattoos than I do, though. So I'm kind of, kind of have a beef going. He has infinitely more face tattoos than you do. Yeah, yep. That is. And true. then, uh, does anybody else have any releases that came out on Record Store Day that they want to talk about? Awesome. Yeah, I forgot about Record Store Day, so I got nothing. I didn't even know what it was. So, yeah, <laughs> we have notes posted for you to read. Uh, yeah, they're, and, they're posted for a reason. And research uh, may be required prior I, to podcast day. I will oh. learn. I will learn to read at some point. <laughs> also, I, think, I forgot. I forgot about one more release that is of you know some significance. Is the Black Parade is dead from My Chemical oh, yeah. Romance? Their, their yeah. live recording got released. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I did hear about that. Uh, it's probably fantastic. To be yeah. honest, I mean the Black Parade is fantastic. I can't it, imagine why the live version wouldn't be. Exactly. So we are going to move on to a new segment. I don't know if we have any cues or anything for it, but it is. Should we try uh, yeah. some? We, try we, we can some. try. Okay. Um, it is. Going to the store. I'll be right back. I got it. I got it. It got is it. new releases and series of unfortunate discoveries. I did that wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, well, <laughs> it's new discoveries and a series of un- dis- unfortunate releases. <laughs> Almost that was perfect. You, you almost did it right. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, I know that we have a, a couple things to talk about with that for sure. For sure. Um, Badger, why okay. don't you start us off? Okay. Putting me on the spot here. So oh. my new discovery is the 1983 album by Bob Dylan. It's uh, obviously just new to me. Um, but I'm a big Dylan fan, so uh, it was kind of a cool discovery. It was Infidels by Bob Dylan. So this was his 22nd studio album. And uh, it was the first one after his whole religious uh, born-again phase. And this one is not religious. It's uh, a good folk rock songs with like a full backing band. And it has some really cool songs on it, like Joker Man and Union uh, Union Sundown and Neighborhood Bully. And the rhythm section was Sly and Robbie, uh, which are famed reggae producers and drummers uh, and bassists. So they have like a kind of more 80s reggae feel to it. And it's just a really cool album. So check it out. All right. Uh, Bob, Bob Dylan awesome. is about to turn 78 years old. My God. Yep. He was so much older than then. <laughs> He's younger than that now. I I guess. Um, uh, and I'm pretty sure, Bullwinkle, you have a new discovery, correct? I do. So my new discovery is the artist Khalid. Uh, I don't listen too much to R&B music, but this one kind of caught my ear. It came across my Amazon, my Amazon music app. So I decided to give it to listen. It's actually really good. 
He has a couple albums out already. He's been active since 2017. Um, I haven't listened to his first one called American Teen yet. Um, and doing the little research I did for the podcast, uh, it sounds like it's a less developed Free Spirit, which is his album that came out earlier this month. Um, okay. He's got a number of uh, nominations, accolades. Um, he was nominated for a number of Grammy Awards, and Billboard Music has acknowledged him for a few different things. Uh, he's just he's pretty good. Can't really say too much more than that, other than give him a listen. So, hmm. all right, yeah, you, you'll have to um, put a link up on social media so other people can hear it. Yeah, he, definitely. He's playing uh, Coachella tonight. Is he? Nice. Yeah. Oh, and Coachella is three over days. three separate weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Not three weeks. I was close. You're, you were close. Yeah. You had you had some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darsh, do you have any new discoveries? Uh, yeah. So uh, we already talked about Tame Impala, um, but I specifically want to talk about their new single called Borderline. One, because it's a fantastic track. Uh, and two, because it's just very exciting that Tame Paul is coming out with new music. You know, it's been a four-year uh, gap between their last album, Currents, and this uh, single dropping. You know, I hope they come out with a new album soon. It seems like they're probably going to. But stylistically, it's a lot like Currents in the sense that it is very synth-heavy, which... I, you know, there's been kind of a split amongst the Tame Impala fan base because Currents was very synth heavy. Um, and their album preceding that, Lonerism, was very guitar heavy. Um, and that kind of caused a uh, schism, if you will, um, amongst the, uh, the fan base. But I'm pro synth sound. I think it's by far the more interesting of the two styles, at least the way that Tame Impala is executing it. And I can't wait to hear the new album. They recently played it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, I, I watched them play Patience. I didn't get to see anything else, but I did I did watch them play Patience. And the track itself um, is lyrically pretty... Um, pretty interesting it's really like introspective and like existential and uh he talks about like how he's at like a crossroads in his life and like how he's on the borderline of like either making like a a really good decision or making a terrible mistake and how it's like he's completely frozen Uh, it's cool and it is produced very well it sounds great oh yeah Um, you know the the bass and the and the drums are outstanding and the uh synth is like really ambient and atmospheric it it sounds really sharp and crisp uh badger i bet you would really like it i'll check it out you definitely should should. so honest question here am i the only one who has never heard of tame impala i never heard them (laughs) okay Well, I was going to say, I feel like we've mentioned them a number of times now, and we should probably be getting paid for how many times we've talked about them. But <laughs> we're getting paid by. Uh, I'll, have, I'll have to check them out. Yeah, I'll in have to in check like them out. the in the indie rock space, they're pretty much superstars at this point. Yes, interesting. Yeah, does, I'll have to check them does out. that mean hipster? I guess. Um, 
the hot I don't sauce really, crowd. I don't really like to uh, like uh, use that word. Use that word just because it has negative connotations uh, oh, to it? some. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, their their music is just really uh, unique, which I think which I like. You know, it's it's really fresh sounding, which I think rock music nowadays is really lacking. Yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah. It's mostly either pretty, it's like, it it goes back to the Greta Van Fleet thing when we were complaining about people going back for their music instead of trying to push forward and make something new. Well, and that's not to say that Tame Impala is like, uh, doesn't have um, roots uh, in the sounds of the sixties or the sounds of the eighties. Cause they definitely do. If oh, you yeah. go back to their first record or their first major uh, label release, it sound they sound like the Beatles, um, but they really came into their own and uh, it's a great group. I promise we'll Who are the I'll Beatles? talk about it. I, I promise I'll talk about a new group soon, but never heard yeah, of them. Go check until, it out until their album drops. And then that's all we'll be able to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a review of it when it comes out. Uh, there may be. I think that would be if a good it's idea. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be great. I mean, even years. even if it's bad, we'll we'll uh, we'll give it a review. All right. So now we are going to move on to the second part because I didn't do my homework and find any new music. Jerk. Uh, we're gonna yeah. We're gonna be moving a, on to the. What? Come on! What guy? What are we paying you Dude, for? Make you got to read the notes, man. My, yeah. my voice. You're paying me for my voice. Well, make something <laughs> up. Pretend that you just found out about the Flowbots. Uh, so, what do you like about the Flowbots? Straight up lie. We're going to move on to <laughs> a series of unfortunate discoveries, and we are going to start out this time with Bullwinkle. All right, so. For my unfortunate discovery, uh, I had Billie Eilish for <laughs> album When We Fall Asleep, Where'd We Go? Uh, I discovered oh, yeah. this the same way that I discovered Khalid. Um, I was much more fortunate when I discovered Khalid over this garbage. <laughs> I, it, it's kind of hard to be like really critical of it because she is only 17. But uh, I, I don't know. It, Connor it's horrible. was 17. It, I know. And he did much better than this. It's it's kind of that teenage angst mixed with modern goth pop. And I always assumed that Lord had kind of cornered the market on the concept, but apparently there's still a lot of room for similar artists out there. Oh yeah. Um, there's tons of uh, clones like Lord. There's a uh, Lana Del Rey there. They're a dime a dozen dude. Uh, also, is it Khalid or is it Khalid? It's Khalid. And I had to Google it cause I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Okay. Uh, quick side note: Khalid. If you watch the the um, Hot Ones Hedonist uh, Challenge, he is, as far as I know, the only person to give up, like w- without uh, finishing the challenge. Kalidas? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's funny. He he so he, he gets to like wing number three, and then he's like, "I can't take this, homie. I can't do it. You're crazy." <laughs> It's really uh, funny. You should check it out. Uh, either way, back to this album. Um, the the pervasive 
I don't know, musical style throughout. It's not really music. It's more digitized noises and growling bass sound accompanied by that really eerie vocal track. Um, I did do a little research. I found almost no negative reviews on the album, which was blowing my mind. I would have assumed somebody out there had a, I don't know, could tell the truth about the album. I heard Dave not. Grohl was pushing it. It It's horrible. Yeah. I don't recommend it to anybody. And she's so young. I know she's got talent and maybe she'll figure another way to use that. But this is just horrible. I mean, 17. What was I doing when I was 17? I know. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> it's like she's got it, a leg up on everyone. But, yeah. man, this is just so horrible. <laughs> I played Carnegie do Hall my, when I was 17. I'll have to do myself a favor and not listen to it. Yeah, I kind of want to listen to it. Just, <sighs> should I play I mean, it right now? No. You can. I got through do the it. first two tracks and was like, I can't do this. And then I had to come back because it made my unfortunate discovery this year and listen to the whole album. Right. You did? It's all the same. It's horrible. I absolutely refuse to even listen to one song off of mine because I don't listen to terrible music. Well, I wanted to give it a fair shot. That's the least. difference between you and me. Yeah. That's why I've you never just, that's why I never listen crazy to the Beatles. Off the wall judgments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never listen to one Beatles song because it's just I I don't listen to terrible I th- music. I thought you didn't know who they were. Who are they? <laughs> who are we talking about? Get out of here. Okay. Um, okay, we're gonna move on. Yeah, wait. We're gonna move on. Badger, why don't you tell us your unfortunate discovery? All right. So the dude from Stained, um, <laughs> he apparently has a career in country music now. Uh, his name is Aaron Lewis. And yeah. apparently he's been making the country charts for a couple of years. I don't know. Um, again, I haven't heard it because I don't listen. It's been to a while music. since yeah. I rode my track. In case you guys don't know. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Stains <laughs> is known for their hits uh, outside. It's been a while. Uh, they're like a, quote, alternative metal band. Or, yeah, they came out when like yeah. P.O.D. and like Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, he played a lot with Fred Durst. That's how he got his uh, fame was he sang outside with uh, Fred Durst. And so if that uh, tells you everything you need to know, then we're kind of on the same page here. But he was ranked number 49 in the top 100 heavy metal vocalists by Hit Hit Parader. So um, fake news. uh, because Fake news. That dude from... um, um, Mike, what's that shitty band that you like? The guy who doesn't bathe? Godsmack. Oh, Godsmack. Yeah, Godsmack. He has a much better voice than this dude. Um, maybe if he sang some country music, I would check it out. But it I don't also know. have you have you heard Godsmack's uh, no most recent album? No. It's I've heard, horrible. I've heard like it's two the worst songs thing I've ever that heard. were on the radio when we were like in middle school. And other uh, than that, it's only gotten worse. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is uh, that down with the sickness band still making music? Disturbed? Disturbed. Yeah, they yeah. are. All right. You, um, you haven't heard their cover of Sound of Silence? No. Is it good? Oh, man. Everyone's heard that cover. Come it's on. awesome. I live it's, it's under a rock. really not. It's not it's good. It's awesome. I'm rooming with Patrick Starr. I'm under a rock. Um. So, yeah. 
uh, dude from Godsmack, if you're listening and doing country music, hit us up. Wow. <laughs> we'll feature you on the show. <laughs> Maybe. It'll it'll do wonders for your career. It will. Yeah. You, you should hear what happened to Herbie Hancock after he was on our show. <laughs> now everybody knows his name. For sure. <laughs> wow, for sure. Uh, Darsh, do you have an unfortunate discovery? I do, but I'm going to need to hit this marker again before I do it. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So uh, my unfortunate discovery uh, was I watched that new um, rockumentary called The Dirt about um, Motley Crue. And uh, I'm going to be honest. uh, I had... Uh, optimistically high hopes going into it. Like, I really wanted to like it. Um, And there were parts that I really did like. Uh, And I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I can't stress enough how corny it was and, like, how um, you know, Motley Crue is a band that they have this, like, really shallow a uh, terrible image associated with them. They're like if Guns N' Roses actually had no talent. Um, <laughs> and we're just sexual I, predators. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. And I kind of lost my train of thought, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's not you. It's the markers. Um, <laughs> but the, the rockumentary makes, you know, uh, doesn't change that opinion at all. And I don't know what I was expecting. I I thought maybe like there would be a kind of cool, you know, story, you know, they have this reputation of being the hardest partiers of all time. Yeah. Sex, drugs, uh, and rock and roll. You know, I think there's a, uh, the rockumentary is based off of the book of the same name. Um, And, you know, it just, was so corny that I couldn't really get into it. Like there were so many cringy moments that I just, I, it was unsettling. Um, that being said, there were some interesting moments with uh, Nikki six, the bass player and kind of the main character. Um, he went through like a crazy heroin phase and uh, there's a far more interesting uh, book called uh, the heroin diaries which he uh, has written. Um, And they basically just touch upon his experiences. Uh, You know, I'm not advocating or idolizing heroin use, but as an artist, how it like affected him and like how it affected his life. Um, So, but they didn't really go into that. They basically were like, oh, look how... um, you know, crazy and wild Tommy Lee was and like, you know, look how much of an asshole Vince Neil is. And he got, he slept with everybody's girlfriends. And it was just not flattering. Like, I don't think, especially our generation, I don't think we care about those things. You know, we can, feel like, care about big marker. Yeah. Uh, you know, big marker, it's in our heads, but uh, it is. I, I just, I would skip it. That, that, that's that's uh, that's my take. I would skip it. Give Motley it Crew. Skip. Wow. Motley yeah. Crew lived underneath my parents' condo when I was in the womb, 
So I got some uh, uh, apparent uh, contact highs. Mm-hmm. I think they context high. One of those. Oh, things. a context high. Yeah. yeah. So there was there was uh, another scene that I liked is they were like outside by the pool with like um, Ozzy Osbourne and the guy that they got to play like '80s Ozzy Osbourne. It looked just like him. It was super entertaining. Um, hmm. But yeah. When did we get it, a dog? In in general, not so great. Yeah, just look. Just go on YouTube and look up the Ozzy Osbourne scene. I'm sure it'll be there. Yeah, and that's that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, and again, I didn't do my homework, so I don't have any Come unfortunate on. discoveries. Wow. Some, you had this whole time to make something up. Oh, I I did. I okay, I do have one. All it right. was the the invention of. <laughs> <laughs> that was like six years ago, dude. That I, was unfortunate. I, I never, though. It was very unfortunate. Don't you just oh, want to man. talk about the Flowbots? I mean, I, do you want to talk about the Flowbots? I do. The Flowbots Did you guys awesome. hear there? They released an album last year, and it's like uh, really, really good. You guys should check it out. Uh, so I did. Pat's I haven't, I haven't heard it. You should. Uh, the Flowbots' first album is like uh, the one of the best albums of the two thousands, and. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, feature fight, it someday soon. The, fight uh, with tools. Fight with tools. Yeah. Yeah, it's a that great, was a great album. Great album. So, uh, yeah, the Flowbots. That's the moral of the story here. Yeah, listen okay. to the Flowbots. So right. we don't have any more of those things. I did want to mention that our survey on the Facebook ended about whether the, we support the Facebook. Yeah. Are That's you the, like 50 well, years old? You know the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook thing. I don't know what it is. Was that Herbie Hancock? I think it. Oh, I played the back? piano. <laughs> now he's never going to come back on the show, dude. But oh. um, so, yeah, on Facebook, uh, apparently the, the post was about um, Darsh's Grind My Gears a couple weeks ago when we talked about advertising music and advertising and overwhelmingly everybody said to uh, get that bread. So uh, get that bread, get that bread. And recently I heard on a bunch of the um, ads that come up on my uh, streaming stuff, they've been playing that uh, blame it on my ADD song. And that's like the one AWOL nation song. Like I really like, they have a whole like remix album of it. With um, Dan the Automator and a bunch of other people, Unlimited Gravity did a great cover of it uh, or remix, and uh, hmm. I still like the song even though they got that bread. So they got that bread. Yeah, yeah. So there were. Uh, I can't say it's an overwhelming. Yeah, choice was. because there were only seven total votes. Yeah, that's <laughs> the masses have amount. spoken, Bowling. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, seventy-one percent make that bread, and twenty-nine percent said sellouts. Yeah, and that was all Darsh, just multiple yeah. accounts. Yeah, <laughs> he is a Russian troll of our organization. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't argue with that. Nope. Um, one thing I did want to ask you guys about is how do you guys listen to music? And what I mean by that is what. You know, do you guys use like a streaming platform? If so, which platform? 
my ears. Headphones. Audio waves. <laughs> they they uh, travel through um, the air from vibrating speakers and a, something about a diaphragm. I usually use uh, some <laughs> sort of streaming platform uh, a la Spotify or Pandora. I okay. only use Google Play Music. I have a family account on there, so seven people for $14 a month. So uh, send us money, Google. Um, they, uh, You get unlimited access to that and YouTube. So it's like a double uh, whammy. Google Play. So yeah, use... wait, you, you have access. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, uh, commercial you have, you have... free YouTube. And, oh, uh, and also YouTube Red. Yeah, no, it is YouTube Red. Oh, cool. Yeah, I and, also have commercial for YouTube, though. Yeah? Ad yeah. blockers? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm telling yes. Google. They're going to pay me money to tell on you. They can suck you. it. <laughs> no, they do no evil. That's their uh, MO. Oh, yeah. is it? You, YouTube has yeah. made it unbearable to listen to music without that, like premium subscription or whatever that is. Right. Because that's what I used to use all the time, and now you just can't do it. It's horrible. Yeah. For one yeah. one device, it's only song. like seven ninety nine, yeah. but it's definitely yeah. worth it. And uh, you can use it on unlimited devices when you log in with your Google account. So like desktop or any of the other jaunts that you may jaunt with. Um, nice. <laughs> with, that, with every jaunt you jaunt? So I use Spotify and uh, I pay for a Spotify subscription. And with that subscription, I get a Hulu subscription. Uh, Mm. That's sort of a new thing. So you're paying for ads on Hulu. Um, Like implicitly, I guess, because I'm paying for Spotify. That's why it's annoying. uh, I mean, I guess, but that's always kind of been, been Hulu's thing. I know you can pay to be ad free, but. Um, it's like fourteen extra dollars or something, or it's fourteen dollars total, I think. And how much but is Spotify? Spotify, I haven't checked in a while to be honest. Um, it's probably think... eighteen dollars a month. No, 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 it's not. No way. Um, Price is right. Do... Everybody have their lower. Uh... It is nine ninety nine a month. See, yeah. What do you mean? See, you were off by half. Yeah, you. It's only. I was the only, only one double. that guessed, so I won all the money, because nobody oh. had a lower thing. Price is right um, rules. Go back and listen to the tape. Yes, premium Spotify is nine ninety nine a month, um, and with it you get a uh, limited ad Hulu uh, subscription. And we all use Tidal, right? Tidal. T-I-D-A-L. No. However no. Jay-Z spells it. The way oh, that yes. Dar spelled it. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. Learn to spell, man. We've got we've we've been through this with you and your spelling mistakes. I know, but I just use Grammarly and they give every they make me spell favorite wrong. They make like they, they add a U. Um but I was thinking about um, the streaming platforms, and I don't think that 
with the exception of vinyl, we're ever going to go. I can't imagine any other distribution system or even owning my digital music. Like I know I have a hard drive around here somewhere filled with digital music. And I'm sure that some people prefer to have like digital copies, but nowadays, um, you know, I, I don't keep any digital music of my own. Um, and I was wondering what your guys' take was on that. Right. So I also have a hard drive full of music and I do not listen to it because it's just so clunky. And right. Like, um, yeah. But I do think as a uh, audio engineer that uh, quality could be much better on a lot of these streaming platforms. Uh, Tidal is a good one um, for audio uh, clarity and their sizes uh google play has a high um you can have set it to high quality so i does mm. go, does spotify have that i don't know uh okay. i know it's you know they advertise as high quality you yeah know, as default but but if you're listening honest, from your phone then quality is not gonna like i mean it just phone speakers or computer speakers can't replicate like if even earbuds can make it well better, true but... but and that's why i think the vinyl industry has been you know has taken off the way that it has because right. there's no when i when i want that high quality experience you know that's what i turn to um turn table too <laughs> yes uh so many puns but when I when I want that high quality experience, I will go to my vinyls and I'll listen to my vinyls. You'll dig the crate. Yeah, I don't even know if it's really possible for me to get that experience from digital media anymore. I mean, I'm sure there's higher quality digital media, but there are limits. Um, yeah, maybe I'm are. just maybe you can and shed some light on this, Jeff, but. Uh, it's not Jeff. Maybe you can shed some light on this badger. Um, yeah. But listening to vinyl captures the entire wavelength, um, whereas digital media will it's always no matter to a it's always compressed somehow. Right. Because just to have a database full of wave files would be, say, instead of an MP3, which the quality it suffers a lot from just going to MP3 uh, at 320. But if you go down to 128, uh, it's just horrible sounding. And that is what you get from most uh, streaming services. So you, when you go down to 128, what? Uh, the bit. Okay. That's, so, that's uh, what I thought. Yeah. So um, it's just it, the quality is horrible for most of it. But if you get the high quality and then you have a good quality speakers, like some studio monitors, then you can get some good, clear sounding music. But if you get the actual wave files, like so if you say you buy a, a digital CD from iTunes or something like that, if you did that, then you would get the high quality CD quality, which is uh not quite as good as vinyl, but it's so much better than any digital other digital platform that you can get. Cause it's basically wave files. So um, is there something to be said for, um, you know, wave file, high quality digital? Like, is that, 
something yeah. that I should start seeking out as well, opposed to, you know, my regular Spotify uh, playlists. Well, it's up to you. If you don't mind like the lesser quality for the convenience, like I, I generally just use my Google. So I, right. um, I find it does the trick even when listening out of phone speakers or a computer speaker, it's does most things, but you do like, say if I play it in my car over the good stereo system in my car, you can hear the difference if you have it downloaded. Uh, Cause on Google play, you can pin it to your phone so that it is downloaded onto your phone. Um, if you download the high quality one, you can hear the difference between if you're streaming off the, off Wi-Fi or 4G or whatever it is compared hmm. to a uh, high quality uh, stored file. But if I you see. pop in the CD, then it's going to be completely different. Dude, I haven't popped in a CD in like 10 years. Come on. What about the cassette? <laughs> I used to rock cassettes back in my uh Were they Ford orange Explorer. cassette tapes? Uh, Timmy, Tommy, and Chucky? No. Mm. Uh, okay, Chance. But... Uh, <laughs> Thanks the, for saying rapper. I love that song, but uh, yeah, that's I actually jam. love that mix. That's my jam. That's my jam. That's, that's my very jam. nice. That's, that's my, my jam. jam. Um, Ow. So I have another question for you. Uh, for uh, that, you know, I was wondering about this yesterday when I when I was watching the game. That's uh, Game of Thrones, not, not a sports reference. Um, but you know, the episode was coming up. And they were taught. I saw this thing about um, the. It was like W Digital five to one, or maybe it was seven to one. Um, and uh, I was gonna ask you what really that means, and what that means for the sound editors of a show, any show, but like Game of Thrones, for example. Um. Basically, Adobe Digital has this new setup, which is really cool. My uh, one of my professors has it. It has a uh, speaker system in the ceiling that um, so it's seven point one. You said right? Yeah. So that means there's seven, basically like speakers, right? Um, it, so five point one means it has five speakers worth of different uh, panning basically so that the stereo field has the center the two the left and right and then a back left and right so that's the so five and then also that, the sub does that mean that it's the atmos sorry does that mean that so i'm watching game of thrones right right and let's say i have all the speakers in the world um you know and they're all over the room and yeah, there's certain speakers that, for this atmos but yeah keep going does that mean that there are seven possible sources of audio um, and like different sounds that might be going on? So, yes. Um, um, okay. Have you ever watched the movie at my parents' house with their uh, surround sounds? They <laughs> yes, have, I have. They have 7.1, but it's not the Atmos. So what it is is, you know, the two big speakers in the back and the other things, but it creates it so that... Um, when you're panning something out in the field, you can have it go closer to one of those speakers. So they always have bleed from the other ones. But it's basically if a plane is coming from the back right, 
then it's going to sound like it's coming from the back right. It's not going to have any audio coming from the left. And so what the Atmos has is um, three on each side of the ceiling. So two behind the listener, two big ones. that mm-hmm. uh, So they pan down at the listener's back of their head. And then two on like a on each side of where the couch is and then to about wall height. So about head height on the walls, uh, left and right. And then two at the front of the TV, um, actually three, one's a center and two on the side. So all those different dimensions worth of sound saying game of Thrones when like, uh, I assume something fantasy comes through the back and then something, um, else comes from the other side uh, you'll hear it all coming from the other end so yeah um, basically it would make it a mo- more like you're there in the movie uh, so do you think that the sound engineers for Game of Thrones are oh, it's a um, pain in the ass yeah but I imagine it's a um, from an artistic perspective and like a, a craftsman perspective as well right. Um, it allows them to do a lot of things that maybe the average listener doesn't, uh, isn't aware of, yes. um, consciously, but it enhances the, um, cinematic experience. Yeah. And so for the, the sounds engineer, they're going to have to have one team do an Atmos, a 7.1, one team do a 5.1 and one one team do a stereo mix. And so they're going to have to have all these different layers. Now, uh, some aspects will be the same generally, but each one of those, but uh, it's such a more immersive feeling. If you go to one of these, um, I don't know if they even have them anymore, but like um, the tweeter zone or whatever, those high quality stereo shops um, Mm -hmm. and sit down and listen to it. Uh, you'll feel it. But what's really cool is video game designers are now working in Atmos. Oh, and right. So yeah. All your high quality immersive video games that just really pushes the le- the limits of what you can feel like you're in the game, basically. So um, I w- uh, was formerly a huge uh, World of Warcraft player. Um, but I would notice that some, you know, as far as sound in the game and, and the music in the game is incredible. It's, it's very good. Um, but the sound is also very good. You know, there's lots of ambient mu- ambient sounds and, uh, sound effects. And, um, but when I, you can really sense that you are actually kind of in the world and the sound makes it very immersive. And when you, you know, sort of turn your character and you pan the camera, you can sort of hear the sounds moving across your uh, field of um, like audio perception. Like, you know, it'll move from left to right as you do or. Yeah. um, And is that kind of the same technology? So that is, for the most part, uh, digitally, it's a uh, 3D sound so environment. So that is similar. But what that is, is there is a target, basically. So say 
in Lord of the or not Lord of the Rings, World of Warcraft, <laughs> say that you're going to be approaching this temple and they have uh, the different, you know, bad guys around. And you, when you're going towards it, mm, they're called the Horde. Yeah, those guys. Just go on. Go <laughs> they, on. <laughs> uh, basically, that is a um, think of like the Doppler system. That is like a target. And then there's a big ring around it. And so as you enter that ring, then you trigger the sound to start. And then so when you go left, you're going around that ring. And that ring is what is the 3D area. So when you get closer, it's going to get louder. And when you get farther away, it'll get quieter. When you go to the right, it's going to be attenuating from your right or the left to make it sound louder on your right. Um, so there's a much more technical ways mm. of saying that, but basically no, I, I get the gist of it. It yeah. sounds like it, it takes a, a lot of computing power to pull something like that off though. So it does. That's why there's midware. So the midware is like, Oh, W Y. So wise, or there's a, there's other basically, uh, midware so they hold all the audio files they hold all this programming of the the different pannings the different mixing there's whole mixing things on there with different plugins and you can mix everything do it live while you're in the game but basically the coding has to reference this so it's not it's it's not like the um it's really technical, but basically <laughs> I, I was going to say uh, you, you kind of lost me. Yeah. But, um, so basically the, you're the, uh, the answer to my question is yes. Yes. Yes, it does. You have to, when you're allocating amounts of code and amount of space on the Ram for the game, mm -hmm. then you have to allocate enough for all the sound that you want. So if you want 3d sounds, you need to allocate more than if you want 2d pan which would just be left, right. But it's so much pa more powerful. Now you use both always like, so torches are going to be 2d cause it's, they're like steady next to each other. Like if you're going in like a tunnel, but right. the other, like the creatures are going to be 3d pans. So it's a lot of um, memory, but the like unity per se, the game engine, that's right. not storing any of the, the actual sound files or any of the big files that is in the midware. Cool. Well, uh, that was a very long winded explanation, but I, I liked where it went. What, what were we talking about? We were talking about game of Thrones. Okay. And then, yeah. Uh, so to take advantage of seven to one or five to one, um, you need to shell out, uh, $1,694 <laughs> if you get it from this place, but well, it's usually $3,600. So let me ask you, uh, there, my headphones, my Corsair headphones, which cost $80, right. um, they support 5.1. Yes. Um, so how, I'm guessing there's some kind of like digital, like, uh, like uh, emulation of this five to one or seven to one because right. obviously my headphones three D pan. Yeah, it only has two speakers, but nope. I'm some it's somehow mimicking. No, no. If you rip open those insides and you look, all right, let me I do it right now. I bet you that there's more than 
two <laughs> speakers. Okay. But uh, well, I'll but take even if there are, there, uh, there's usually a, another sub one on there as well. So, because uh, you're going to get a subwoofer with that 5.1. Right. So oh, cool. my headphones very, do the very same educational. Thing. But if you listen to it through the Atmos compared to the speakers or even just a 5.1 receiver that has the Dolby Digital or DTS, then you're going to get so much better quality. Like it's not going to be loud and in your face as much as headphones are because the sound waves are actually traveling further through space, if that makes sense. Whoa, man. Okay. Trump University. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to end our episode after that, as uh, Darsh called it, long-winded explanation. I got I a falafel it. the other day. It was it was very... Oh, did you get a falafel? I did. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was all right. It was all right? Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah, it wasn't I got from the food a, truck. Uh, I, I got a cheeseburger waffle. That was a mm. cheesesteak waffle. Oh, yes, you're right. Cheesesteak waffle. It was delicious. I yeah. would easily get it again. You would have to find that food truck. I don't know how easily it will be. I could make cheesesteak waffles. Yeah, you just get a waffle maker and then waffle mix and then cheesesteak mix from the <laughs> five and dime. And then uh, <laughs> you just. It's been a long time since you've eaten meat. Uh, I'll, I'll excuse you. It's not made out yeah. of powder. No, no. 16 years this month. But wow. anyway. congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. your mom. All right. Uh, so thanks, guys. Bullwinkle, are you still there? Yeah, I'm just listening. Did you <laughs> did you learn anything? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> you can't teach an old Bullwinkle new tricks. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> 12 Bar News Podcast was recorded at 12 Years Dungeon Studios in Trenton, New Jersey. The sound engineer, Jeff Damon, webmaster, Daniel Marshall, resident Iowan, Mike Stanley, and your host slash delinquent, Patrick Stofflet. Thanks for tuning in. 12 Years Dungeon! <laughs>